I hope we get fucked up over eggs again this week. We don't. <laughs> Spoiler, we don't. I have a different quiz totally in mind. You never know where the conversation could go, though, because... It always comes back to eggs. At some point. We did almost have a little too much fun taking that quiz last week. Almost. We absolutely had too much fun taking that quiz. That's why now, from now on, I request we only do super obscure shit like that, because... That's not what I picked for this week. Okay, well... I'm sorry. Then, you know, fucking wow. Listen, BuzzFeed laid off half of the cool people that work there, so it was really hard to find a quiz this week, to be honest. They're probably just going to honestly start stealing more from, like, community stuff. Can I Can I say, like, how... First of all, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. Also, we are drinking uh, Trader Joe's Columbia Roast Coffee. With the toucan. With... Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. Like very confused. I got lost. I am so upset about it, because one... As someone who secondhand witnessed the stress of you being laid off, and then also, like, I did have stress because everything was relying on me for a bit there. Yes. I. Whenever I see these stories of, like, giant chunks of teams or, like, whole teams being laid off, I'm like, holy yeah. fuck, praying. It, it just hurts me. And. I am, like, mutuals with a bunch of people that work at BuzzFeed. Like, either they still are there or they were recently let go or they had left, like, a while ago. And, like, most of my favorite people got chopped. And I just feel so terrible. I hope that they all land on their feet. I can't even imagine, like, how stressful it is. And I'm glad that they had that petition to get everyone paid time off, like, to pay it out. Because it's, like, a law in California, but then they have people that are, like, all over the place working for that company. Yeah. Um, so it almost feels a little fucked up for me to do a BuzzFeed quiz on this podcast <laughs> this week. But, I mean, you are also supporting the other people that still work there. Yeah. So um, that's how you kind of have to think about it. Because if you don't, like, support it at all, like you, if you try and boycott it, like, then there's more people are going to lose that's jobs. That's risky for them, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just feel really bad about it. And if, like, anyone that is working there or just got laid off is listening like i hope you guys are okay i hope you guys find employment like a lot of like my favorite writers that did stuff about like lgbtq issues and like like sexuality stuff and domestic violence stuff like the hard-hitting topics were the cuts yeah. also squeezy's flipping out right now he hates layoffs <laughs> and i don't know it'll be interesting to see where the company my theory is that, that like they cut a lot of people that were there that like a lot of people that were there for a long time that probably have been through a couple of promotion cycles a little bit more expensive to keep around then they're going to start in like a little bit there when they fix their finances a little bit they'll start hiring on more people they'll be cheaper well that's like, what they're doing it's like it's fucked up because i follow um kristen chirica who i think is incredible she's a member of ladylike and we've like exchanged some stuff back and forth i just think she's fucking great. <laughs> and she was even saying that like it's just terrifying because the people that you thought were like at the top like have been there for like seven years like or staples to the company were like the people getting let go so it made it like you were saying that it doesn't do well for morale because then it's like everyone that's still there is like i could get cut at any fucking minute now and like no one is safe which is not a good way for you to feel at work so then i guess people that are still there that didn't get laid off are probably gonna be yeah. like looking for new things like when i got laid off it was like there was a specific reason that was like a one-time reason now this is like microsoft where they lay off a lot of people all the time they'll just like cut whole teams and then it's oh like, yeah wow we fucking lost you um but like it was like I was a contractor, and so I went through not Microsoft to, for my employment. I went through like a vendor, and mm -hmm. then like they were tr trading vendors, like going to a new vendor, and so they were like transferring over people from the one vendor to the other vendor. Right. But they had to make cuts along that to make that happen, and so I was one of the cuts. Yeah. So like I think that I'm like that's like a one-time thing. Maybe it's I don't a know, different but, situation. Yeah, it's a different scary. situation. Yeah, but then like it could just happen again because I just see historically Microsoft is like one to lay off whole teams. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel really bad about it. Yeah, it's really. really and that's horrible. it's not even BuzzFeed that happened this week. It was like a lot of journalists were losing their jobs this week, and then all the fucking like conservatives are like, "Haha, they deserve it because fake news." Wow, you know, like fucking as if tr everything he says isn't fucking a lie. Um, <laughs> um, sorry. One, like, wow, 
Trump doing so well with like building jobs, although unemployment rate has been like very low right now. But, but like, like it's, it's just like, fucked up to see these people that are like Americans need jobs and fuck immigrants because they're taking our jobs and then they celebrate a bunch of Americans losing their jobs. Yeah. So I know. it's fucking we just stupid. Absolutely love the total double standard in which these people live. And I, I didn't expect to like my brain to like go this way, but like what I was gonna say to like kind of wrap this up was unions people like we need them because yes. i saw people calling for like a, a journalist union i don't know what yeah. unions exist or like what a don't media union the, as well the laws are so weird and i feel like it's like statewide some states allow unions some states don't i don't know what things have unions what things don't and then also with like all these new media jobs it's like game this developers is all brand new or whatever like in the last like 10 years so i think there's a lot of momentum in game development for a union there after the shit that kind of happened is there a voice actors union now there is a voice actors union which is why they go on strike because they right. keep getting fucked over in contracts yeah there should and be then, a journalist union yeah if it doesn't already exist should be a journalist union yeah they wanted again, to, I, don't know. I know like hank green was trying to get um, a, YouTuber's, a union. youtuber's union because yeah. they do get fucked over a lot by yeah the company and what i was gonna say is that like when i you can tell me i think you had the same thing too but like growing up i feel like i was always told a few things one is that socialism is like communism it is just horrible it's like the worst thing socialists are evil and then also unions, unions are bad unions are bad like and then you they find out that evil. you were just raised by a bunch of fucking classist pieces of shit like yeah <laughs> seriously though like yeah it's really weird growing up and being like wow like trying to erase that mentality that like unions are bad when you start learning about the world without this filtered view of fox news and you just are like when you can start like living in the workforce and like understanding what unions do and like how fucked up it is for people yeah oh my god not empathizing with a fucking corporation and just empathizing with people explain to me why boomers were raised without empathy someone just fucking (laughs) explain that one because i can't fucking relate um, it's the whole mentality of like fucking you have to put in your hard work and that like if you and that's enough are, right you, there's no, no other barriers. and like if you get into like if you're in a bad situation like financially or like job wise employment you whatever your you're you were just like you didn't work hard enough for it and you need to work harder like right. that it, the, and there's no the like societal guilt, the guilt racial... is all on the person and not on like the overarching systems yeah there's yeah. no systemic barriers for yeah. different minority absolutely groups. not absolutely you know? it's just you got to work harder bitch you're just not working hard enough it's honestly low-key the exact same mentality of people that are like you have depression and anxiety you're just not thinking positively enough you're not working hard enough to be a happy person like i am i just fucked my green juice and i'm it's doing not great. just like the systems of your brain like that you have to or overcome. the systems of trauma yeah you went through like brother. yeah exactly um that so was anyway a, that was a weird tangent we love we a nice breach moment oh i have to give everyone an update on the creamer because people wanted to know because okay. i've been streaming on twitch by the way i now stream every tuesday at 5 p.m pacific time twitch.tv slash ruble join me <laughs> people were calling it coffee with Rachel extended edition um yeah pretty much so yeah. <laughs> uh people were asking me there for an update on the creamer and so one i feel like we did mention that our creamer was officially discontinued well they said it's not it's like for an unknown amount of time they said indefinitely gone indefinitely which like like that it, i remember it happened before there was like a month or two span where it was just like gone from the store and i didn't look into it but I was it's like, been months well, I'm still having faith that it will come back. You talk. I'm going to look at their website to see if it's still listed there. Okay. Well, we've officially moved to Silk, the soy creamer. We did try the Trader Joe's soy creamer because people were saying it was literally just like repackaged Wildwood. And I will say it was very close, but a little bitter and a little bit like an overwhelming soy flavor. I think the Silk is okay. I just wish it didn't have as much sugar, but yeah. I don't know. I only have like one cup of coffee nowadays, so I just don't care. Silk at this was point. so perfect because. No, Wildwood. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, 
it had it has one gram of sugar in it, whereas the silk has two grams of sugar per serving, which is and, just enough that it you feel it. But more. then, like the the Trader Joe's one, also I looked had one gram of sugar, but it was still like it didn't. It, it was, was a little it, bitter. It was a little bitter, so I don't. But know. it was fine. Like, it was fine. Would work if like silk's out of stock or whatever. Also, I, the silk comes in bigger containers, which is nice. Yeah. Did so, we talk about nut pods? I don't remember if we did or not. I don't remember because we've been talking with the person who sent us some nut pods on like Twitter, but I don't remember. We forget everything we talk about. I don't know. So let's just fucking talk about nut pods real quick. I want to try them again, but I want to try them in like whatever plain flavor because I feel like when you try something that's a flavor, it's a little bit harder to tell. Yeah, what was what that? The a, vibe is it was pumpkin spice. Yeah, no, I know, but like, what is it a mix of again? It's like almond and cashew, I think. Something else. I think there's coconut in it or something. Me, I don't know. It was, it's good. Yeah, it was good though. A and little like, watery, but better than almond milk. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like it's good. I just like on a day to day basis, I prefer to drink a plain. So like, I will like. I want to try it. But I enjoy the pumpkin spice as well. It was very good. Yeah, it was a good pumpkin spice varietal. Yes, if you absolutely. Will. Did you find any information? It's still there on the website. But that's... What's the difference? I'm confused. Wasn't it still there, like, months ago, but it's just not in stores? Yeah, I know, but I'm saying if they were actually, like, discontinuing it, like, it's fucking gone, they would remove it from their website. I don't know. I've already had, like, a funeral for it in my mind. <laughs> Speaking of funerals... It'll just, it'll just be, like, a happy moment when it shows up in the story. And Yeah. I don't know. Sure. I just have had so many, like, when you're in the beauty industry, so many of your products just leave you. Yep. Even things that work really well. <laughs> so I've just, I'm just used to it at this point. Yeah. Um, but something that I wanted to talk about, because I was saying, speaking of funerals, which is my favorite segue, <laughs> we Shopping Channel. It's dead. Is dead. It's leaving tonight. Rip. Then the music from that, da 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 you know. Yeah. Everyone just heard it in their brains. The, the Wii's most iconic influence on our society is the music. Yes. From everything. The menus and like... Not the remotes. Like, like the the me making music, the Wii Shop Channel music, just all classic bops. Vine would not exist without it, you know? Drama channels would not exist without it. <laughs> yeah. They've yeah. like taken... Your, <laughs> your therapy office's waiting tone will not exist without it. I will literally <laughs> never get over it. I want to know like what kind of weird package they bought where it was like ambient waiting room music and they just got the Wii music. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I should record... If I could like screen record and it would still have audio or something, or like I'll put it on speaker one day and like, but someone usually answers so quick, but yeah. like it's, I'm not kidding. It's the real ass music when you call. It's so fucking weird. It's and they funny. put you on hold. Yeah. It's so funny. But yeah, that's going away today. So there was this person on Twitter and I encourage everyone to look, I retweeted it and he like did it on his piano oh, but he made that. it more of like listen. a funeral vibe so he used like a lot of minor chords and stuff <laughs> and it was hilarious i um, wonder if you could play that on like the really big like pipe organs that they have in like a church you know hell yeah that'd be funny i think i don't know i'm gonna learn most of these songs on guitar i'm gonna like learn how to pick them <laughs> i said that like when i finally get a piano and i start i want to learn like animal crossing music so oh, yeah, like, absolutely, Brewsters. Brewsters. That's like the first song that I would want to learn and be able to play fully. On piano? On piano. No, that would Brewster's be fucking great. Theme. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, some of it is guitar. I should learn. Like the nighttime yeah. song where it's like Come 11 on, KK. PM. Come on. Oh, yeah, true. Get some of his bops. I know. He's got some. He's my favorite artist of all time. He really does. I wish I would have seen him in concert. Um, (laughs) You know how people do like the CGI or not even CGI, the hologram of people that are dead, which I think is so fucked up. Yes. They should do one where you go and it's just KK Slider coming in on a projection. I would. And you see him I would literally go. I would. And then they have sweet, sweet merch. Yeah. Why has that not been done or has it been done in Japan and we just don't know about it? They should do like Animal Crossing on ice, you know? Oh my God. Wait. (laughs) A musical. Yeah. It's honestly surprising that they haven't. I mean, it's Nintendo, so they don't really they like do to give their rights. But can Mario you imagine Mario the Musical? They have been more They don't lenient. want to give them a voice. I Yeah. They've been more lenient on that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, 
they're actually making games on mobile. So like the thing is though, I saw that like even Smash, you can't like screen record. They like, it's not one of the games that they let you record. Like the new Smash in the, in the Switch yeah. functionality. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that weird? That's fucking weird. I mean, like people are streaming it. All, it's one of the top games on Twitch. Yeah, to stream, I'm sure. So like, I don't know how people get around shit. Who fucking knows? There's gonna be a Mario Kart game that they just delayed. Now it was supposed to come out in spring, but it's gonna be in summer now for the phone. For the phone, yeah. Is it the same game or a new game? It's a new game. Okay. Yeah, I don't. We, we don't know anything about it except that it's coming. When the hell are they gonna announce Animal Crossing? Listen, my prediction here is that I think they have another direct before. Um, E3 because they do it like a quarterly direct. They did they and then show it at E3, but it's not going to come out until holiday. No, what I think they're going to do is they're going to have the next direct is going to be like Animal Fucking Crossing, like Animal Fucking Crossing, <laughs> <laughs> Maddie Fucking Spot. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, like I think they'll do Animal Crossing at the next one. And they'll talk a lot about it because I think that's what they did for Smash and they did it for tennis. Like when. Like last year, 2018, and like the spring, I think the spring direct was all about Smash, and that was all yeah. they talked about. And so I think yeah, they gonna... went through every single individual character's like pose and like the changes that they were doing. So I want every single villager's updates. I think we added more zest to Zesty. <laughs> <laughs> like... I think that they're gonna do that because I think that Animal Crossing will come out in summer or fall, and that be- and that's because I think summer absolutely not the Pokemon game. I think it's going to be like the winter like holiday release. Like they're they're doing a full Pokemon game and that's supposed to come out like this year. So I think they're <laughs> gonna show that at E three and that will come out at I think Animal the, Crossing deserves all of E three. I think it deserves its entire convention. So well, they can hey, suck my you ass. You know, if it listen, if it has a direct in the springtime and it's all dedicated to that, there's like not mu- that much going on I during that time. So everybody lose my will fucking be fucking mind. As soon as they say that a direct is coming, I'll be like, This is it. I I I, I would miss my therapy appointment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would really cancel would. whatever meetings I had. No, I really would. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll be so excited. Um, cough, cough. I'm sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's something that I'm very much looking forward to. And More trash, as always. Something I wanted to talk about today. So if you haven't realized, Twilight is like back. It's not back as in there's new content. It's back in that like it's in the forefront of everyone's minds. Like the I mean, 10th anniversary of the movies was this year or last year technically because it was 20, 2008 or 2000. Yeah, I can't remember now. I'm a fake fan. Just kidding. I'm absolutely not. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I've had a couple of like <laughs> I by couple. I had like one very popped off tweet about Twilight the other day. And so we found this Facebook... And Chris, can you explain how we found it? Okay, so... One of Rachel's requests for her birthday is... This is a dead serious thing. Is the 10th anniversary box set of the Blu-rays for Twilight because it comes with extra content and we're going to spend your birthday watching like all of this extra shit. I'm if here you made me it. do Lord of the Rings, it is time to dive into Honey, force. I am ready. No, to, he's excited. I'm ready to do, like, if it's extended editions of the movies, I'll watch Deleted them. Deleted scenes. All. I'll do, like, where they, like, show the movie and they've got, like, people commenting on it, like, as you're doing it. That's you know? what I want to watch the most because I've only seen clips of that because I never owned the movies. Yeah. But, like, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart's commentary is so also, fucking funny. we should funny. just own the movies. Yeah, we should own them. I don't um, trust streaming places to keep them. And then they also have like a thing where it's like, what's his face? Jackson Rathbone. And then the director of the very first blue movie. And it's them like going through all of the like iconic filming locations from the first movie. So they go to forks and stuff. And I just want to watch all of that shit. And before I get into the story, I think that we all collectively missed a fantastic opportunity um, when Bella's house was on sale recently in yes. Oregon. Like we're all stupid. We we saw that, and I was like, I so wish that I could actually have the money to buy that right now because that would be amazing. And then the people that have bought it are like turning it into like an Airbnb, and like they're like renovating it to be exactly like the movies. They're gonna make so much fucking money they off are. of that. It's like three hundred dollars a night, which is more expensive for an Airbnb that I've seen, and also it's probably in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like I can guarantee you, so many people are going to be like doing trips where they stay in that 
Airbnb, and they go up to Forks forks and stuff, and they do like a little trip around visiting all the locales. Like, I guarantee you that's what they're going to do, and that's so smart, and I'm pissed that I couldn't do it. They did a tour the other day on Facebook, and I watched it, and they like are recreating like her bedroom with like the fucking dream catcher above her bed and shit, and like... It's hilarious, and we're all gonna stay there at one point. Like we've already. I appreciate said it. that somebody would buy that. That would do that, and not you just know? like buy a house because they were like, "Oh, this is a pretty cool house, good location, good school district." You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and then, like not know. Like, but I'm sure the people that were actually around there are like, "Fuck, not again!" I like, know. <laughs> I know. So I'm very mixed, but either way, it's a very smart business idea. So then, back to the story. Like you said, you saw like an ad on Facebook for like this box set. And yeah, cuz on Facebook obviously back in the day, you like everything that you've ever seen, listened to or smelled. Yeah. And so, so I, now I'm currently unfollowing all that shit cuz they just advertise me 24/7. So I had liked the Twilight Saga on Facebook, duh, and I will never unlike that because it's still true. I still like her. And they posted when the 10th anniversary, like, they have, like, really cool artwork for the covers and stuff. Yeah. And that's cool. So I was like, yeah, I saw it on there. And somehow I was like searching for that page. There's like the Twilight like page, but then there's also like a Twilight Saga closed group that you can join to just like talk about it. Yeah. And like that's like I saw a post on their page that actually had like the link to go fucking find it because I was having trouble finding it where to buy. And so I don't remember clicking on anything about asking to join this group. But then the next day I got a notification being like, you've been accepted to this group. Also, like you have a fucking badge on your profile now because you're in this group. I'm like, great. Well, that's really cool. Oh, whatever. Um, It's by the way, it's the Twilight Forever official fan group. Yeah. And And it is (laughs) effervescent. I then proceed to add Ashley and Rachel into this group because it is the funniest fucking group I've ever seen. It is great. I... It feels very much like I'm back on, like, live journal, (laughs) and I love it. So today, we wanted to take a minute. First of all, I encourage you all to join it and be nice. We have not even commented or anything, but I want you guys to join and be nice. None of the things that we read today deserve any kind of shit. They are just amusing, and I think this whole group is effervescent, and do not get us kicked out of this fucking group, okay? This group is great and pure, and we don't want anyone to fuck it up. Yep. This group. So we wanted to read you guys. Oh, my God. (laughs) holy shit i just opened it up and the first thing i saw was the shirt that i own from hot topic that's a teen edward (laughs) and this they wrote i need this shirt if i could just go back to my childhood bedroom and sell it to this bunch yeah that is so fucking funny anyway every comment every manip first of all the word manip coming back into my vocabulary there's a lot of edits here guys so many so many edits people in love with edward which is something i am not used to it is incredible So I wanted to read you guys some posts and some comments and we can just have fun with it. (laughs) So the post that made me want to bring this up on the podcast is this photo of it's a it's a still from when in Breaking Dawn when Bella's turned and they're doing like the hunting for the first time. Yeah. And this person wrote, just look at her eyes and then two eye emojis. (laughs) It is so hashtag hungry scared emojis. Everyone must be careful. (laughs) And then the comment, there's like, I love this moment. That was a great scene. Then this one person, please change me. Okay, it's the, just fucking great. There was also somebody that literally posted a photo of their arm where they gave themselves the same scar that yeah. Bella has when of, she, she gets bitten when by. When she gets bitten by. So you brought a snack. <laughs> and then all the like posts underneath that were like d- the different like gifs and memes where people are like, like scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so fucking funny. Um, I had seen, what's your unpopular Twilight opinion about the books, movies, or anything Twilight related? And the one that I loved was, I think Renez may ruin the sexy Edward Bellis love storyline for me. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) That CGI really killed it. Um, then we just have a close up of Edward. It says, if he will ask you, will you marry me and love me forever? What will be your greatest answer? (laughs) And let's find out what people's greatest answers were. Um, just a bunch of yeses, to be honest. <laughs> Hell yes. I will do what you say. You are God. Oh my God. My God. <laughs> Amazing. 
these are people that are still very much like how everybody felt in 2008 when this all fucking started, it's like you know? we opened up a time capsule and it's incredible. You know, people say that time travel's impossible. Take a look at this group and you're fucking wrong. There is a thread of like everyone's weirdest, unusual Twilight artifacts and I can't describe what I've seen in that thread because it's just people's photos. Some people have some very fun artifacts. And the most weird artifact that I've seen from Twilight was when we went to Forks and they had that weird, like, Twilight merch, dusty 2008 section. Yeah. And they had a giant wood apple. And it's just, like, this big wooden apple and, like, the top lifts off and, like, you could store, like, whatever you want in there. Mm -hmm. And then on the front, they had, like, screen printed CGI Renesmee's face. I think we took a picture of it. If I can find it, I will post to, like, Twitter or something. And it was, like, $100, and I almost bought it. I mean, I think the best was Jacob's cargo shorts, like, in a shadow box. I know. (laughs) That was the best. (laughs) Someone has the dress that she wears in New Moon. I mean, oh it's fucking Are, are wild. these, like, the actual props, or, like, they just, um, like, found a recreation I of think it? it's probably, like, a recreation. Okay. A lot of these are, like, Etsy stuff, too. They should have Because Etsy's, like, a gold mine of replicas. Yeah, they <laughs> should have, like, a, a traveling museum set thing of, like, all Twilight stuff, and it should come to Mopop, like... Um, are you fucking kidding me? If Mopop ever did... First of all, Mopop has absolutely no Twilight stuff. They think they're, like, above it. If you don't know what Mopop is, it's our, like... Museum of Pop Culture. Yeah. I always forget. (laughs) And so they have, like, Lord of the... They have an entire vampire horror area, but it's because, like, Twilight's not a scary vampire thing. It's a romantic. It's a romantic one. Yeah. But, like, they have everything else, and they should have something from Twilight. I mean, what's scarier than Edward's obsession? True. Anyone else look at the frost this morning and think that's what Edward's skin must look like? (laughs) And then someone said, we didn't get any frost. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. I love how in the span of like one show, literally within like 20 minutes, we can go from talking about like how unions are great and our upbringing is fucked up to like talking about Twilight fucking fan groups. It's really... Like this show, I don't even know how to fucking describe it anymore. People ask us what the show is about. I have absolutely no idea. It's it's a picture of Alice telling um, Bella that Edward's like about to die at the Voltoria New Moon. It's Edward. He thinks you're dead. He's going to the Voltoria. He wants to die too. Heart emoji. How many of you remember this scene? (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck! I forgot that scene. Oh man. Oh, I definitely remember that scene. <laughs> I remember all the scenes. It's the best. <laughs> so I'm just like, I've just been stuck on this um, unpopular opinions post. Yes, please read some. Because. And what are your Twilight unpopular opinions? Uh, I was trying to think of one to comment, but like I did not get to. Uh, I mean, my thought. comment is that like, I don't like Edward and he's not a good person but you can't you can't, you can't, that here. You can't say that in there yeah <laughs> that's like i've you know honestly i've seen a lot of edward love in this but not a lot of jacob love um and we haven't seen nearly enough like bella love because everyone just fucking hates kristen stewart for no fucking reason yeah um i'm not bitter <laughs> so a very popular unpopular opinion based on this thread okay. is that eclipse is the worst movie and that's that true breaking dawn is the worst book also true kind of i love them all <laughs> like there's not I would a bad say, harry potter book there's not a bad i would one. say <laughs> eclipse was my least favorite out of both book and movie out of the but rosalie and jasper's backstory i know like, there's that's good pieces cool. brother. like there's good pieces but that's also just like where the relationship in between like yeah when i first read them I thought Breaking Dawn was fucking garbage, but now as an adult and realizing like how fucking crazy it is, it's just wild. And that's why I love it so much. It's just absolutely zany. It's wacky. Somebody's unpopular opinion. I love Kristen Stewart. I hate that that's unpopular. I know. Um, Also, someone needs to tell them that the rights to possibly making a show for like HBO were bought. 
like because they're all like when's the next movie and everyone's like never because like <laughs> duh. but they all should be aware that the rights have been purchased and there could be a television series eventually i feel like they need to know that unpopular opinion from the books bella doesn't love jake in all capital letters he's like a brother and she doesn't love him and i dislike her immensely for thinking she does she's smarter than that <laughs> i mean god bless a red rose for Isabella and Edward Cullen. Ice and purple colored. The passion and the sincerity. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm reading. I just fucking love it. And then there's this whole thread. It's like Edward was 109 and Bella was 17 and no one said shit. Which like people did say shit. Let's yeah. be real. And then all the comments are like how it's actually so stupid because mentally Bella is mature. Uh, which is so fucking disgusting. That's gross. And then also they're saying that like he was frozen at 17. So technically he has the maturity of a 17 year old. But like the whole hundred and fucking, I can't do math, extra 90 some years of life experience don't attribute to any kind of yeah, maturity. Yeah. What? Oh my God. Because you have to have a heartbeat in order. Listen, listen. Are you going to tell me Dumbledore wasn't wise because he wasn't old as fuck? I know. Like that's fucking stupid. Also, was he wise? Still, jury's still out. Unpopular opinion: that Alice and Bella do love each other, even if they're yes. both, even if they're both taken. There is chemistry. Do you guys <laughs> know how much gay fic I read as a young tween from them, the two of them? Yeah. Alice Bella was like my most popular search on like LiveJournal and Fanfic.net. It was just incredible. Ballas. I don't, I don't think it really... It was just, like, Bella and Alice. Like, no one... That was before ship names, really, okay. were a thing. The only... Yeah. Except for, like, Brangelina. That was a ship name. Yeah. That's The original the ship name. Time. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> so, yeah, go check it out. Uh, it's fucking great. Yeah, we won't read anymore. It's a... Uh... <laughs> It's something else. It's something that you kind of got to experience with your own eyes. Especially I hope you all get the manips. <laughs> if you get accepted into the group, I don't know why you wouldn't. They didn't quiz you to get into this or anything. So. No. Oh, my God. Like, there are some Facebook groups where they ask, like, an entire... They want, like, your fucking... Like, your original pet name, the street you grew up on, your social security number. <laughs> and then here it was just like, y'all like fucking Twilight? You're in, brother. <laughs> so that was it. All right. Well, I think we should head to quizzes and questions after an ad stop wow. yes <laughs> so now a word from our sponsor today's episode of coffee with Rachel is actually brought to you by another artist friend of mine whose name is Paige, and this is a very exciting ad for me to do so Paige is a home goods maker graphic design based artist in olympia washington and we have a very exciting thing that i want to talk about for all of my pnw based people out there if you want to do some cool art learn a new skill at a workshop coming up so we'd like to invite listeners to some local embroidery workshops you can learn how to embroider cacti in tacoma at jade and co succulent boutique on march 16th and 30th or attend the florals workshop for intermediate stitchers at the gallery boom in olympia on april 20th and Paige has a discount for our CWC family out there. So all workshops are going to be 20% off using the code CWC20. And while you're there, you can treat yourself to a bunch of different things at the Gallery Boom from local artists. Um, so to register for the workshop, you can go to thewildsweetpea.com. And like, I'm super excited because I have not dabbled in embroidery yet, but it's been something that I've wanted to do. And I'm excited to take this three-hour course, which is going to teach you a handful of classic and versatile embroidery stitches, all the basics like threading your needle adjusting the embroidery hoop fabric choices etc and the course fee includes admission and pays to reserve the classroom and provides you with an embroidery kit including the instruction guide embroidery hoops scissors practice fabric cacti or floral templates thread and exclusive thread gloss made in collaboration with local businesses ollie bella and i would also just recommend everyone go and check out page on instagram their instagram is the wild sweepy and you can also check them out on etsy the same name and just uh support local artists y'all page actually made me a makeup bag because it was just, I don't know, it was very nice of her. And it was like Monstera printed and I use it every single day. It's the makeup bag that I keep in my purse and I love it. And everyone always compliments me and her work is fucking great, okay? So yeah, to get 20% off that course, you can go to thewildsweepy.com and use code CWC20. Today's podcast is also brought to you by adamandeve.com. And you guys know Valentine's Day is coming up. So this is the best time. To get to your buzz on, am I right? <laughs> 
We have an amazing offer for you guys. We know we've given a lot of free mystery gifts that we still don't know what they are. Yeah, we're constantly hyping up these mystery gifts and they were just like, yo, for Valentine's Day, we're just gonna fuck y'all all up. And With a whole we're bunch gonna of free do shit. a lot of shit. So you guys get 10 different things. All right, you ready? So you're getting 50% off of one item at checkout. Like that's the first thing. That's like the main thing. But then on top of that, you're getting free shipping. First of all, you're getting six free movies, six of them, six. And you're also getting <laughs> a, a free mystery pack with three items for everyone. Not a mystery gift, a mystery pack, because there's more than one this time. Wow. There's three things in there, all mystery. We don't know what they are. So spice up your life in February. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you could start now in January, but like new year, new vibe, breeder. And, <laughs> you know, it's all just going to be a great time. And even if you're not seeing someone else... Get something for yourself. Please do. Because yes. that's that's the rule that I live by, and that's fine. So if you want to get this stuff, go to adamneve.com and use code CWC at checkout. Again, for 50% off of one item plus free shipping, six free movies, and three mystery items in a mystery pack, go to adamneve.com and use code CWC at checkout. All right, so I was having trouble finding like a fucky quiz, so I tried to find something that fit the theme. And since we did talk about Twilight a lot... This is everyone's personality matches a Vampire Diaries character, and here's yours. Wow. It's vampire And this related. is current from like a few days ago. And so. I just missed the Vampire Diaries so fucking much. Legacies doesn't do it for me. It's so. just not enough. Yep. First of all, who would you be if you could pick a character? Not like who you want to be, because obviously we all want to be Catherine, but <laughs> who would you be? I... Oh. Mm, that's a good question. You're a Laric. Ooh, I like that. You're, I would pick to be a Lark too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm. I mean, ooh, if I if I I'm Aunt Jenna. I'm stressed <laughs> and anxious. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a vibe. Oh my god! Wait, we're together. Jenna and Alaric. Ah, that's vintage. Wow. They had like 14. Well, he did at least. I had like 14 other significant <laughs> others after that. Which superpower would you want? Immortality, healing, invisibility, or the ability to make everyone love you? Well, Squeezy has that, first of all. Yes, absolutely. See, um, like, I always pick invisibility. Yeah. Always. But healing is so sick. <sighs> I mean, like... If I get to choose to be invisible or not, like, you know, it's not like all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's know? a choice, I'm assuming. Immortality, I don't... I don't uh, need it. I don't need to be around here forever. Uh, I was thinking healing because that's just a lit. Like, if I that's, get hurt ever, it's just like, well, all right. Because, you know, me and, like, using a mandolin slicer, it's very traumatic. So. I'm thinking healing and, like, squeezy hurt his little paw. And then I heal him. Um, so if I'm picking, if I'm being selfish, I'd pick invisibility. But if I'm being selfless, I'd pick healing. I'm picking healing because I could heal myself too like all right i'll pick invisibility since you have healing and then you can just heal everyone around okay. us do you take risks yes no depends on what the risk is i know the risk but i have to know her um <laughs> i wish that was an option <laughs> i know that should be someone i should make one of these quizzes um it depends on what the risk is <laughs> yeah i'm gonna pick that too it depends yeah. how do you feel about full moons they're creepy they're pretty i don't notice them they're stupid <laughs> fuck the moon um, um, they're pretty. They're not creepy. I'll say I don't notice them. Somewhere Tyler Lockwood is shaking <laughs> in some like basement. Would you want to become a vampire? Um. Mm, See, you get the there's like, pros and cons. You get the healing and the compulsion. And we're thinking Vampire Diaries vampire yeah, here. Duh. Because I would say they have like some of the best lore when it comes to vampires you do have to live forever you do burn in the sun unless you have like a daylight ring i'd be friends with a witch you uh can't go inside buildings unless you're invited in i don't go inside buildings that i'm not invited in to yes anyway i wonder if like in the vampire diaries they could have explored that like most businesses were owned by vampires so that like businesses yeah i don't know how businesses work because it's like technically who who owns the deed and it, I, the deed of the building. unless it's like the vampire magic just like is applicable to like personal homes and not public places i don't know how magic in that world is smart enough for that i don't know but. in my mind it's canon that like there's like a super like old like all vampires own all the businesses yeah. <laughs> and the companies which would make sense 
Honestly. So would you want to be a vampire? I'm going to say yes, because there are some sweet, sweet perks. I'm going to say... Also, my Twilight brain is like, absolutely. I would miss, like, food, though. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, you just witnessed an accident. What do you do? Call 911. Go help. Leave them and move on. I'm calling 911. Yeah, I'm calling 911 too. I don't trust myself to do enough. If like I could help and it wouldn't be like, I'm going to get like a fucking lawsuit, then like sweet. Yeah. Though in the moment, who knows what I would do. But I would definitely call the police because. Yeah, that's absolutely happening regardless of what else happens. Um, If today was your last day, who would you spend it with? My family, my friends, myself, my significant other. My significant other. Oh man, but I want to like say my family meaning like you and the chunks. Well, let's just pick it that way. That's who I mean. And, okay. Yeah. They're just here, you know? Okay. (laughs) How do you feel about blood? (laughs) I faint in the presence of it. We found Bella. (laughs) Doesn't bother me. I find it kind of cool. I'm drawn to it. (laughs) Um, interesting. I'm going to say it doesn't bother me. I'm a Diva Cup user. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say it, I definitely don't find it cool. It doesn't bother me. I do me. find it cool. It does a lot of shit. I don't find it cool. It just doesn't bother me. Okay. I can appreciate what she does for me, you know? As long as she's on the inside. Yeah. 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 Choose an activity. Reading, shopping, partying, sleeping. Ooh. Out of all of these, sleeping. <sighs> I'll pick uh, reading. How do you feel about parties? I'm not a people person, so I avoid them. I love them. Depends on who's there. I go for an hour and then leave. Ooh, I'm a combo of the last two. I go for an hour and then leave, and depends on who's there. Uh, I'm going to say depends on who's there. I, God damn it. That's what I have to pick, too. Like, it depends on who's there. It's fine. We're very similar people. Choose your favorite color. It's Mine's not, not here. on here. Black, blue, red, and pink. Also, so sorry if you hear, like, the intense anti The Seattle squeeze is going on, you know? Oh, yeah. The traffic is bad for anyone that doesn't live here. (laughs) It's just so bad. So we've got, like, cops on, like, almost every surface blowing their whistles. And side note, it's like a scene at the end of Titanic. Every time it's, like, 3 o'clock on, it just sounds like the the whistle-blowing scene at the end. And he's like, is there anybody out there? That's what I think of. What did you say it sounded like? Because that's where my ma- mind went. Oh, it sounded like a, a mini game in Mario Party. Oh. <laughs> Weird places we both went. Yeah. Um, Favorite out of, color. Out of yeah. these, I'm going to pick pink. Out of this, I'll pick blue for like, not the blue they have here, but like a baby blue. Yes. Yeah. Who'd you get? Bonnie. Intrigue. That's a sick one to get. Yeah. What does it say? You're a helper and a healer. You'd sacrifice everything for those you love, even if it's yourself. That's so Bonnie. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so like Bonnie. The, Bonnie died for everyone 15 times. Yeah, she's literally always dead. I got Caroline. Okay. Which, besides her being an extrovert, is kind of a vibe. Yes. Um, You're a beautiful, yes, and lovely <laughs> person who likes to go shopping. You care a lot about your friends and family and love surrounding yourself with, the, with people. I'd say... 50-50? 50-50 on that. Okay. Wow. I would love to know what it takes to become Catherine. <laughs> yeah. Is that even an option? Probably not. You have the question from patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel from the Benchos who helped this help the show. Helps. They help the show by supporting it. Sweet. Um, yeah, none of you else fucking support the show at all. Chris, I'm kidding, stop I'm kidding, it. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Take it back. <laughs> uh, first... Is from Travis, and it's not really a question, uh, and they started off by saying not really a question, but just an update on my Gilmore Girls journey. I'm about halfway through season four. Also, I've been listening to the podcast for a few years, but I've blocked out most of the Gilmore Girls spoilers, so I'm excited to see why Rachel says season five will fuck me up. Oh, okay. (laughs) I will not say anything from now on until you finish. Yeah. About Gilmore. uh, You know, just keep keep going. Yeah, keep us updated. (laughs) Please let me know. Yeah. Oh, 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 I want like your. We should like have you phone in at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and like give us your full review. A full review. I need it on my desk by Monday. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Next questions from Jen, who said, "In light of the catwalk documentary, 
Do you think you guys would ever enter your cats in cat shows? If so, which categories do you think they'd excel in? Um, I don't think Squeezy's cut out for the <laughs> the cat show life because he's the temperament for being handled like that much yeah, no. is not a lot. Well, I was the only one that could do it. However, I would absolutely never do this to my cats. Yeah. So, like, I watched the. Did, I don't know if we talked about this. I don't know what we talked about. But like, did we talk about this documentary? I don't think we did. Because I talked about it on Twitch. Okay, so like the Catwalk documentary. It's on Netflix and it's about like cat shows, like basically pageants but for cats where they like – it's like purebred shit and they're like judging like based off of like whatever humans have defined as like the features of each fucking cat breed. I'm against all of this. However, it was hilarious to watch. Like I was the most drama I've ever seen. I was there to watch like the ridiculous drama and also just see all the cute ass cats because it's like Oolala is my best friend. I first of all, the fact that its name is Oolala is also when you see Oolala, you're like, holy shit. And beautiful. Sandman was another good one. Yeah. There were just so many good ones. So many cute cats, but like, Overall, I am totally against like pageantry as like a whole. I feel like this is kind of but like, like especially animals. Yeah, because like I was watching the video and I was honestly getting kind of sad seeing all these cats that were just like in these cages and like giant auditoriums that are just like filled with a whole bunch of loud and they noises. They gotta do that like every week. They're man. doing it like every weekend. They're and, getting like, bathed every day, which they don't love. Thankfully, the cats didn't look like they were like truly upset, but I can't. You can't ever tell. Like the kittens were the ones that were like, I'm just like really scared and I don't know what's happening. Happening. I know. I and, just don't like it. And so I feel really horrible about the situation. So I would never do that to my cat. Plus, I don't have time for that. I don't have time it's for that. It's a whole life. Seems very drama filled, and I'm not here for that either. And also, yeah, I mean, like. I wouldn't put them through it. However, what would they excel in? Squeezy would excel in vocals. Yeah. <laughs> do they judge that? Vocalics? I don't know. Also, eyes. He's got some of the best eyes in the biz. Yeah. You know what? If for Lila... Fur softness, also. Yeah, fur softness. His silky smooth fur is really... I, I just wish everybody could feel like, it. Like, you guys think Lila looks soft. She does. But she's like a dense plush. Squeezy is like... She's plush. He's soft. He's like actual silk. silk. Yeah. Like, I don't know how he does it. We call him his silkies. He's yeah. silk. It's just fucking... I just wish y'all could give him a little attention. So in the documentary, I saw they had like these two poles, like on the both sides of like the stand where they were judging the cat on, like and the like, cat scratchy pole type. Yeah, things. and like they would like stretch up on it, and that's something Lila does a lot with the wall. She just like stretches up the walls for some random reason. That's where she would excel. Also, head <laughs> she, size. She's looking very pissed off right now at me. Also, so. nose pinkness. Yes. Nose pinkness, head size, and plushies. I think she would excel in. These are all categories I think I made up. Is there... We could just make up our own thing where it's just like, how thick does their tail get when they're excited? How loud is their scream? How much do they chatter at a bird? Um, yes. <laughs> Quite a bit. That's the tea. I would love if Squeezy could chatter just once. <laughs> it's because he's an alien, so he doesn't know that he has this like predatory thing towards birds. That's like when they were programming him, they didn't include that in because they yeah. were like, what are predators? Because so. like, all right, I, if we ever had a bird, which we're never going to have when we have Lila, and if I ever had a bird, it would be like, it would have a separate, it would never meet the cats type of a vibe. Yeah. Squeezy's the only cat that I feel like I could actually genuinely let around a bird. He's just so, he would just be afraid of it. So he would just go nowhere near and it. And he's also just kind of like genuinely interested in having life around him, you know? I just don't think he would do anything. Lila, I'd be terrified. But I still wouldn't do it because if he was like afraid of it, I wouldn't want him to like constantly be like afraid. Yeah. Because I love him, you know? <laughs> um, anyway, that's the tea on that. I would recommend watching it though because it was fucking wild. Yes. We need more shit like that. I want them to make like a season two of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next question is from Samina, who said, what is your favorite Seattle coffee shops? I'm trying to get downtown more often and try new places. And if you have any recommendations, that would be great. So our one of the moment has been Anchorhead. Yeah, they've been really good. They have Oatly there, which is like the main draw. Yeah. Um, they have a spicy mocha and it's very good. It's like, I don't know. like They what's... have like cayenne in it, but it definitely has like cinnamon too. It yeah. tastes like it's a... Like the cinnamon really cuts into like it just being like straight like, oh my God, this is just like a hot like. It, it just is warming yeah. on your throat. 
I don't know. It gives a little kick, and it's really interesting. I love her. And honestly, I don't know. That's, like, just my favorite of the moment. Yeah. I'm really bad because all the coffee shops I'm thinking of are not in downtown. I mean, we've also very much been regulars of Cherry Street. They're yeah. like a chain downtown. Yeah, like, I do enjoy but like, a nice they're good. cherry. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, you know, fucking this. We Please get, don't say it. We get Starbucks sometimes I just do for, not. The, for the holiday drinks. I'm letting everyone know that I don't. Well, okay. Whatever. I don't. Rude. <laughs> Next question here is favorite plant in the apartment and also tips on maintenance for apartment plants. So what is your favorite plant that we have? That's very tough. Hmm, yeah, um, I'd say that... I like my Pelier, I don't know how to fucking pronounce it, Pelier, P-I-L-E-A, Yes, right? I don't... Pelia. Don't even ask me, I don't know. No idea, but I love her, the one that we have in the white pot with the pink and the polka dots. Yeah. She's great. I'd say that I enjoy the money tree that my mom got us is like very much thriving and is very desperately in need of a bigger pot so that one's great repotting season yeah we gotta get a whole bunch of pots and some soil and just have a day where we just move everybody around also the three boys in the boat that were dead for so long and then this apartment literally they're like i'm gonna call them like the zombie plant because they were completely dead and then they just are thriving now yeah them just because of their story yep um how about like your favorite succulent your favorite cactus and then your favorite like other because i'm gonna say like the money tree is like other we have we just have a lot of succulents and cacti, and then we have a couple other ones. So, so my favorite like, succulent would be those trio in the boat, and my favorite other. Technically, succulents are what cacti are. Just like you know. You know what I mean. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Wow. Um, but um, yeah. And my favorite other is the money tree. And mine's the peely. And then my favorite cactus would be. Mm, I love the purple nipple now. He's a newer boy, and I do love him. Yeah, I'm going to say I really like we have like this giant like concrete block planter and it's just got I don't know what type of cactus it is, but it's just like one big fat boy with hella spike with hella spike. And then he's got like a little bit of growth coming out the top. He's one that like you keep for like 40 years and he'll eventually grow tall. Yeah. Like, and that's I also bit. love our bones. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just, just really so cool. interesting. But yeah. I'm going to say the purple nipple for right now. OK. And then tips on keeping them in an apartment. I would grow say. Lights. Grow lights, making sure that you have good drainage because, you know, like if you're going to be watering them and stuff indoors, like when you need to, like, I mean, that's just for any plant, even if you don't have an apartment, like you just need to have good drainage. A lot of people just buy like cute pots that have no drainage holes or whatever, yeah, and yeah. they don't put like rocks in the bottom or anything. Yeah, you just and, gotta like, make sure you do that. That's yep. how they fucking die. Um, and that, and like, I've seen people use humidifiers. I haven't done that, but I've heard that that is also helpful if you have like a very dry apartment we could have i mean we do have a humidifier but it's not really pointed towards the plant area yeah i've seen like small ones too that are like specifically for that like you know those ones that people keep on their desks at work yeah that like plug into like your usb yeah you can use those yeah like i've been surprised that well maybe not surprised but like it goes to show this apartment none of our plants like actually like died died this winter and i'd say that we are like exiting the time when like the sunlight is like really gone we're starting to get more sunlight so like they all survived and that's definitely due to like the glass room that we have we don't have our uh, our grow lights like one of my succulents looks a little floppy right now and i want to put a grow light next to him but other than that like everyone else has been fine and we hibernate our cactuses during this time of the year um, Which is just like you don't you like the last water we did was like in October, and then you don't water them all winter, so they're just like they're hibernating, and then you start to water them again in like March. Yeah. Um, Have a question from our email that says hi, Rachel and the chunks. I've been in counseling now since August and find it amazing, but it's made me rethink loads of things from my childhood, which has been a really weird experience. I thought my childhood was pretty unextraordinary, but I'm now working through all the different ways it's affected me and my anxieties as an adult. I was wondering if Chris has had similar situ- has, has had a similar experience and whether or if I'm comfortable or not to talk about it. Um, so Rachel also like it's 
has like had like you've had childhood. I feel like you knew I that knew that it was fucky. You knew that it was fucky, I but knew it also wasn't normal. Which what is normal? But is there are aspects of your childhood that you did maybe not realize were fucky. But then like looking back on it, you're like, holy shit, that is fucky. Yeah, I, like I can think of specific examples, and I don't know if I want to give them. Also, the sirens. The sirens. Yeah, to really this. to this question in particular. But like, yeah, and it's been. A mind trip to like look at certain things that you didn't it for me mostly it's like anxious behavior i will all right i'll give one example so when i was younger i had and this is i'm like talking like elementary school middle school age and this is something i still experience now and it's just wild that i didn't realize it was just anxiety back then um so i used to not be able to sleep very well get up in the middle of the night and i would be nauseous and like my heart pounding and then i would go into the bathroom and i would sit there and read shampoo bottles which is funny because now i'd actually have my phone which is great yeah (laughs) in these moments that still happen where i'm like feeling like nauseous and stuff like remember a time when we all knew every chemical component of all of our bathroom products and like (laughs) we were rinsing and repeating and stuff anyway um (laughs) one to three minutes Um, and so as an adult now who experiences anxiety and notices like the physical issues that come with that. And I was also that kid in elementary school that was constantly going to the nurse. Mm -hmm. And it's for me, like now as an adult, and this is something I work through in therapy where it's like, yo, that was just because I was like crying for help. Like, that's what that was. Like there are kids that go to the nurse all the time. And I don't know if like anybody works in elementary school, but this is what like I've learned in therapy is that like the kids that do that stuff, like a lot of them are abused because like, it's like a, a way for you to get like that adult care that you're lacking at home or whatever. And then also like, if you're feeling scared at school or like you're, I mean, there could be other causes too, but like that was what it was for me. And so it's just weird. And I remember like just in, um, when you'd have like assemblies, for example, and you knew you were going to be sitting there for a long time and you knew that you needed to be quiet and you knew that like it was, we used to have assemblies about drugs that were really fucked up. I know I talked about this, like the naive program. Yeah, that was I mean, like, I've had like assemblies. Oh yeah. You had that the, thing with the car crashes. Yeah. Like I had the car crash one, but I don't remember one about like drugs and that stuff. But We had the, I mean, drugs were rampant in our like community. And so we had the naive program, which is like, they show dead bodies they show like the really gruesome stuff and i'm in Fear middle tactics. school that's yeah. how we raise our kids and like to be honest other than weed it worked yeah <laughs> like, it worked. i was like the perfect candidate for this shit yeah and so i just remembered like i'd always have like a panic attack but i didn't know i was having a panic attack and so i would always have to get up and leave and i'd be like that bitch that got up out of her chair and like left the auditorium and everyone like turns around and looks at you and i'd be like like hyperventilating in the bathroom, like feeling nauseous and like I was yeah. getting sick. And it, that's an anxiety attack. And I had so many instances of that as a kid where I had anxiety every single night and I would have it like all day and I never realized that it was anxiety. And so now as an adult, I'm like, holy shit, like that's fucking wild that I was like the super anxious kid that was dealing with panic attacks and my parents never like either noticed, yeah. like didn't know it was anxiety yeah. or like just didn't give a fuck, like who knows. Um, so that's like one thing that I am willing to share. Yeah. I think on my end, it's been especially hard to reconcile within myself that while none of the actions and things that my parents did were with a malicious intent, yeah, they still had sometimes negative effects. And that's something that's been like, when looking back, like I've always thought of my childhood as being like not exciting, but like just standard, average, normal. And then like, uh, I hate saying the word normal though. It's like no, I get it's you. fucking weird. And I hate my therapist using that, would be so annoyed. <laughs> I know. Um, so like looking back then and just understanding that like some of these things that I was either like modeled to or like things that happened like while they were like with good intentions or like with no intention with no intention like ended up just like making me think in certain ways growing up like i am now looking back and just seeing that like like right now currently i am having a fucking issue where i wake up with headaches in the morning like all the fucking time especially on weekends when i get to actually sleep in a little bit 
And it's, I've boiled it down to like, it's just because I'm feeling hella stressed all the time. And like my brain is in this constant mode of like, I have to be super productive. Mm -hmm. So like I wear a mouth guard to bed now because I'm trying to like, my teeth are grinding in my sleep and that's what's giving me the headache. Yeah. And so like, I'm trying to stop that. But like, I've seen now that like in the past, I used to sleepwalk a lot for like a few years of my life and like, I am now like it's like I kind of attributed to like I was just fucking stressed the fuck out because this was like middle school beginning of high school time which is so stressful which is super stressful time yeah and so like and even now the times that you do talk in your sleep yeah or you do get up you have a couple of times that you've gotten up like not what I would consider like full-on sleepwalking like the stuff you've described but like you have done like where you start talking or like you'll snap up and like sit up and start like full-on talking to me and then you get like angry at me that I'm not like understanding what you're saying because I'm like I'm fucking asleep yeah and then all of a sudden you just start talking at me and I'm like what is going on hello like that bitch (laughs) that gets the water bottle poured on her So, like, I know that those are usually times where, like, you have I went said, to bed super stressed. Yeah, like, you started, like, thinking about stuff or, like, you've said, like, okay, tomorrow. I have, like, so much shit going on tomorrow. I'm going to be, like, gone girl from my phone. I'm like, okay. And then those are the nights that you talk. So it's definitely, I can tell, like a stress anxiety thing. So now like me and my therapist are kind of like setting up like a like plan to like dive into. I thought like, you were going to say a plan to die. I was yeah, like, what? Yeah. Um, to like dive into like the, just like looking at the past and kind of like seeing uh, what happened. And you, know? you don't have a great memory, which is yes. a. She, oh, she. My therapist described to me that when she hears something like that, it usually means something negative, whether it is like, again, like you have like PTSD, you had like specific like neglect and like Mm -hmm. trauma happen to you. Yeah. But like you have vivid memories of things because you have to capture. Yeah. Because your brain like captured those moments. It was my brain trying to help me to remember what could trigger them doing stuff to me yeah the brain is fucking wild the brain is we love her yeah brain i mean she's doing some things that like i wouldn't love but like if i think that's why like i've gotten to this point in my journey where like i almost i'm like oh you fucking big pile of grave matter up there like you're you're just trying to help me out you're just trying to feel safe but like can you chill that's That's something i've learned too is that like my anxieties and all that stuff is all my brain just trying to protect me from pain. Yeah, that's all and, it is. Like, and while those anxieties themselves are like super annoying, it's like trying to figure out, well, what's the pain behind that? And like, how do you alleviate Re- that? Yeah, reroute, rewire. Yeah. And like, for me, yeah, like my brain was just trying to be like, okay, so we're going to memorize everything because we're going to look for any kind of red flag that could tell you that like you're about to be in danger and you could like avoid the situation, get out of there, whatever. And for you, it wasn't as like fucking intense and it was so subtle. So that's why I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what's, you know. From out, like I the don't stuff know that you do remember was more subtle is what I mean. So that's yeah. probably like. Yeah. So I don't, factor, I don't know what like is going to happen. Like when I like really like try and dive into this stuff. But like, you know, it it is very. It's honestly scary to, like, think about, like, my childhood not being the way that I thought it was. But then I'm also like, well, I got to know because if it can help me now, then sure. Yeah. I hope that helps. You're not alone (laughs) in that. Yeah. (laughs) I still, now we both recommend therapy to everybody. Well, yeah. Yeah. I've been preaching. (laughs) Preaching to the choir for years. (laughs) I think with that, that's a... A nice uplifting place to stop. <laughs> Everyone give your brain a pat on the old lobe. Yes. <laughs> Just remember, she's in it to win it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, benches, stay tuned. The rest of y'all, we will see you next week. Um, also, I meant to say this at the beginning of the episode. Happy February. Um, yeah, it's February. the best month of the year. Uh, wrong. Okay. Um. It is. It fucking is. It fucking is. It's the shortest and the sweetest. Wow. All right. I'm fucking leaving now. All right. Clink it up. Oh, yeah. Shit. Bye. (laughs) Bye.
All right, benches. So now there's a helicopter going on outside. Like, I don't know if you can hear that. It's like that, GTA outside like, of our apartment right what now. What is fucking happening? I don't know. I feel like we should be actually checking the news. Um, But anyway, we have what you guys are as a Sculpey polymer clay color. Which is something else. So that's my favorite brand of polymer clay. Yeah. Um, if you're uh, ShopRWD.com. Um, you, can- <laughs> <laughs> you can go there. I only have, like, Christmas stuff and avocados right now. Um, anyway. Millennials. <laughs> Um, so this is what Sculpey uh, color name you are. Yes. So we've got Courtney, who is Cobalt Blue. Sarah Booth, who is Sage. M. Corbeil's Camouflage. Angelica Feliz is Fuchsia. Sarah and Paul are Sunshine. Allie Chandler is Chocolate. Jess Monagle is Mocha. Julia Shermer is Jade. Amy Fowler is Fluorescent Yellow. Taylor Sutton is so 80s. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Amy Rada Felix is raw sienna, which is like my most used color. Yep. Yoana Tartaglini is tranquility. Lauren Niaz is lagoon. Kim Vandersloos is sky blue. Another most popular. Hannah Patelis is pomegranate. Kimberly Proza is princess pearl. Teague Phillips is fluorescent pink. Brooke Renee is rhino gray. That's actually a very pretty color. Savannah <laughs> Plissier is pearl. Chantal Piat is pistachio. I like how you put pistachio chop. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, Fuck know, it. yeah go out of here. Grandma is granite gray. Another classic. Very, that's the one I make all my succulent pots out of. Ooh. Sophie Yarmillo is sea glass. Chelsea Grundy is graphite pearl. Stephanie Lee is lemonade. Michelle Cox is cowboy. And to that I say, yee. <laughs> Rebecca Mack is my tie. Leslie Wright is wisteria. Lane. Gwen Stowe is string bean. Cat Schultz is sweet potato. Jason Gonzalez is guava. Jess Adams is alizarin crimson. That's, I don't know if I'm fucking that up. <laughs> sounds like something out of the fucking Vampire Diaries, to be honest. Yeah. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Dusty Rose. Sonny Vazbrun is Berry Treasure. Juanita Cara is Candy Pink. Liz Holbrook is Hazelnut. Chloe Ireland is Igloo. Caitlin Whalen is White Gold Glitter. Vlynn is Violet. Mackenzie Knight is Pearl Magenta. And Rachel Evans is Red Hot Red. And the rest of y'all are my ever-growing green collection of clay because I have like 14 billion shades of green. Is that your favorite color, maybe, by chance? You know? Yes, <laughs> it truly is. We have Kalia Pollock. What is Cat? Amazing. What is that? Alexa. <laughs> I'm sorry! Don't, no! Don't! No, don't stop! Do- <laughs> stop! She stopped. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie H. As soon as I go to say it, I'm like, holy fuck, I can't do it. <laughs> Ishbel Mendez. And Allie Malone. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And Alexa, don't be like insecure about your name or anything. You are perfect in every way. You came before the device. So. The cylinder. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're like three years old. Yeah. Um. Which in this case, why are you listening? <laughs> Please don't. Um, anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Where we do FEMO colors. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Maybe. You'll never know. Chris has a twinkle in his eye now. Uh, Bye. (laughs) Bye.